All right, it's Monday night, uh, Milk the Clock podcast. This is uh, Joe from Busted Coverage, Paul, Paul 80, uh, out in Omaha. Paul, you're there? I am here. All right, this is something uh, a little bit different. We're going to start doing these podcasts at night to uh, try to capitalize on what's hot, what's going on in the night uh, with sports. So we're going to get uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, this Trey Mason thing is is beyond out of control. Uh, the story is, is that the Rams have not talked to Trey Mason. They have not talked to him at all this year. Uh, that's what Jeff Fisher says. And then we. This has all come to a head because of a July 23rd incident. Uh, he's telling uh, the cops that he was going to call the White House and have them all fired and making comments about al-Qaeda. So what what in the hell is going on here, Paul? Uh, it looks like he's uh, he's gone loony. He's off the rails, and nobody knows where he is. Like you said, Jeff Fisher hasn't talked to him since the end of last season, and it's just weird. All right, so the Rams, everybody knows, they come to L.A., they're all of a sudden, uh, there's all this uh, media attention. How in the hell is it that Trey Mason has not talked to the Rams, they move to L.A., and now all of a sudden everybody's like, where is Trey Mason? Nobody's like, like this is the first time anybody's figured that Trey Mason hasn't been around the Rams? I know. Like, is that not, is that is, not the craziest thing ever? Camp has started. Story. Right. Right. Why is it just now a story? So what's going to happen here? Because this sounds like they're just going to cut him, right? I think maybe eventually. Well, they put Um, him on the unable to perform list or whatever that is. So he's, I mean, he can't, he's pretty much gone for the year. Um, But this is, this is crazy. The, you know, he's, he's threatening people, bizarre behavior. And what, what do you think? Uh, Is this concussions? I mean, that's the low-hanging fruit. Anybody could say that. But the real question to me is, what's more bizarre, this or the Joey Bosa San Diego Chargers holdout? What What in the hell is going on there? Because I thought the NFL, there were no such things. as uh, I didn't think there were holdouts anymore. I mean, how can there be with a slotted salary system, there's, right? You there's think? language in the contract that he's mad about, correct? Correct. And so he's saying, I'm not coming until you either, I think it's remove this language, right? Right. And so he's just said, I'm going to hold out. Which is so ridiculous because the Chargers need him. They need anything like that on defense. He could come in, have a great rookie season, have a great couple seasons. It's like it's like in uh, the NBA, Carl Anthony Towns, a guy we spoke to, seeing all this money flying around, $30 million of Mike Connolly money. He's making $2 million. He could easily you know, get upset about it and hold out like we saw DeAndre Hopkins hold out and then – recant the holdout is that the right way to say that or at least reverse reverse course so bosa could come in and be a hero right off the bat but he's already starting off as as kind of a heel well is it on him though is it on him or is it on the team just to the language just leave it out that's what he wants he doesn't want the language in right well it's sort of again to reference nba where the players are controlling ownership and and the, the teams are making decisions based on keeping guys happy I, I think if you're the Chargers, you're the new employer. Would you would you go to a new employer and tell them how to hire you? I mean, this is a job you've wanted for presumably the majority of your of your uh, life, and can you just go? I mean, we're not talking about twenty million dollars here. We're talking about practice. <laughs> uh, yeah, NFL.com is saying uh, Mike McCoy, Chargers coach. He's he is not happy. 
the rookie needs to be out here, but no update on his status. Is a, that's what he's telling people uh, over the weekend. So it looks like this is going to go on probably through the week, and then uh, a, you know probably get settled over the weekend. Quick question for you, and this is sort of off topic, but with any team like this, obviously the Chargers are Philip Rivers' team, right? We agree on that, right? I heard a comment the other day that he will never be elite in the way of Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. He can't carry a team like that. He's more of a Tony Romo type. How do you feel about Philip Rivers? Uh, I mean, uh, he's had his opportunities, right? And he he, he has. He didn't win the big games. He didn't. Right. So yeah, I mean, put him in the river or put him in the Romo category. Really? You right? Think so right. I mean kind of have to but to me it's almost like McNabb like you never get the guy in your receivers sometimes you have a decent running game like a two or three headed monster you just put so much pressure on him what if what if Rivers or Romo play in a system like like Brady uh I mean what's the difference in the systems though they're just expertly run right I mean mean, Tom Brady can turn coaches there's been a lot Mm -hmm. of coach turnover and the, I mean, he had his tight end. He had his running back. He's had all these talented players. They just can't get over the hump. They can beat the Bengals in the first round, but then they go no to problem. what they go to Denver and lose. Uh, I, that was last year, two years ago, or whatever. Um, right. So it, it's it's like he just never has that missing piece. I don't know what the hell it is, but uh, but he's the defense is missing Bosa. I'm reading it right now. He wants all of his bonuses up front. The Chargers don't want to set a precedent. They're not going to budge. So I don't know who's going to. I don't know who's going to. I don't know what Bosa wants all of his bonuses up front for. But uh, it's probably getting a little bit to where he needs to make a decision how important that is to him. Well, aren't the bonuses like a million dollars total? Aren't they arguing over uh, relatively small terms? Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his bonuses are. But here's the thing. What kind of bonuses are we talking about? Performance bonuses? It's got to be. So what do you do? You pay those back? If you don't yeah. hit, if you don't hit the mark, you pay them back. Like the old uh, Maurice Claret front end loaded or back end loaded uh, Broncos deal. Yeah, I don't I don't know what this is all about, uh, but I'm sure NFL.com and ESPN are going to get to the bottom of this. I, I can't believe this hasn't been more of a story. No, it just it just kind of is now that we're going to camp. But in those in that along those lines, excuse me, Trey Mason, you know, why are we just hearing about this? Yeah, exactly. So I, people are all getting back from vacation. All these NFL reporters, they they end of July, they're all on a beach somewhere. So I'm sure Adam Schefter, he's uh, Shefty's getting it all uh, getting it all together, getting in the groove. And uh, all right. So let's let's cut to what we have tonight we have the interview with todd Gurley from la uh, a couple weeks ago when we routed uh, gatorade and what was the what is the one thing you want listeners to take out of this interview <laughs> it was just very revealing todd was willing to just shoot from the hip he didn't really care about saying weird stuff he didn't care about us saying weird stuff which is like a match made in heaven i think all right let's uh let's go to the interview and uh, let, let's hear what he has to say. You're going to really like what he says about his bathroom techniques. So that, that's a nice tease for everybody. All right, let's go, to the, uh, let's go to the interview right now. All right. Yeah. Todd, come on in. Come on, come on on set. Tried to really in on the way by there, Paul. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. 
Matt, did you get that? What was that, Todd? Got to clear that out the table. <laughs> what? <laughs> There is, hey, is that, Paul, what, there what, is Joe. some hatred here for Georgia <laughs> or understand. Auburn, Auburn, Georgia. Hatred right here. That pass, man. I still remember that pass. That what do you remember not. specifically? <sighs> Just us on the sideline, like we about to win, and the next thing I know, a tip ball and the guy catch it and score a touchdown. <sighs> you can't forgive him, can it's you? It's depressing, <laughs> but it's fine. It's you, fine. You know the, the other, other two years. The, and the other two years, you know, we won. And I tore my ACL against Auburn. So I definitely oh, don't man. like Auburn. Yeah. You don't have a – it's not – it's just for fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real question I want to know is who are you talking to on a landline? Who's oh, on the other end of that a landline? Land, when's a landline? last time you were on a landline? <laughs> have you ever look, seen look, a landline? Man. Who's landline? Who's Jason I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was like, hello? I couldn't really <laughs> hear him. I was like, uh-huh, say that again. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously he couldn't make it. I'm pretty who, sure he who went. Who was it? Man, I don't even remember no it's more. It's an athlete? No, 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 no. It was a reporter, reporter. Oh, reporter. who cares? Oh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm kind of offended you walked away from us to go talk to a reporter. On a landline. Yeah, on a landline. Yeah, on a landline. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a phone that's in so here. That's so offensive. Why is it's there a landline a, in that's here? That's such an old hotel man. <laughs> yeah. A landline phone. So hey, man. <laughs> that's so old. Todd, what's the weirdest question you've ever been asked? The weirdest? The weirdest. Landline question. Landline question, <laughs> whatever that guy says over there. Oh no! It's probably came from like a kid. You know, kids just like say anything that comes to their brain. Like, a weird what's your? Question. Do you like your spaghettios without meatballs or not? Like something like no, that. No, somebody asked me what's um when you um take a number two, yeah. whether you wrap it around your hand or just ball it up. <laughs> what is it called? A dookie? No, no, like with the toilet paper. Oh, well, um, I I don't know. There's a there, it's called something. Well, There's a yeah, it's the like, move. Do you the move? I'm itself. not called. But it's like, do you ball it up or do you wrap it around your hand? Joe, I'm what like, do you do? I ball it up. <laughs> nah, you gotta wrap it, man. You gotta around wrap it neatly. Hand? Yeah, really? neatly. That seems like a neatly. mess waiting to happen. Around your hand? Yeah, if you just ball it up and just start wiping. So wait, a kid asked you this or a reporter? No, it was on Twitter. It was just like random. What did you respond? Yeah. I told him. <laughs> no, don't ball it up. <laughs> I think I got retweeted 5,000 <laughs> yeah, times. Seriously. Uh, I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> that I don't was, know either. That um, was great insight right yeah. there. Men's grooming question. Uh, weirdest haircut or most regrettable haircut decision you've ever made? Or maybe just overall grooming. Mm, I don't know. I got a bald head once. Did you? Yeah. Like um, intentionally? Or somebody scalped you. I think somebody messed me up. <laughs> the barber fault. So I never went back to him again. So the, the locks are revenge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Hopefully I won't go bald anywhere. So. Hey, we're all hoping hey, that's yeah. too late. It's the too late. Sailed for <laughs> me it's too late. The too ship has sailed. Enjoy it while you got stay it. Stay young, my friend. Just stay, stay young. young. I mean, that's sure. the answer, right? Yeah. Joe, what do you got? No, I'm just like. I thought you were coming he's, to No, he's, he's here in L.A. now. I'm like, what? It's, a, it's an upgrade, right? Yeah, it's nice. The weather? Y'all the weather? The weather. Yeah. The, oh, ain't nothing better than the weather. The weather I, guy never changes the forecast. It's never. like 80 It's always sunny, the same. Right? Do you even watch the weather? You don't even have nope, to. don't have to. Sometimes you get them hot weekends, but, I mean, you might get rain once a month, but right. who cares? Who, the rain don't hurt nobody. The hardest hit of your NFL career so far. The hardest hit? I don't know. I think we was playing one team. I, don't I think we were playing the Bears. No. And I was oh, careful, oh, careful, oh, Todd. Oh. That's right here. You're going right here. 
Yeah, I mean, y'all beat us pretty Who bad that game. Sick? No, he didn't. I didn't. He did, I didn't. won that game yeah, in the dome. Yeah, they yeah, should It was, it was like 50, 50 to 3. Right, it was rough. I don't know. I was just going down. I just felt a boom. And I got up, and I was like, who in the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> so the next time, I, I don't think I got the opportunity to go at him again. But Who I was, was like, "You sure it was a bear?" It wasn't. Yes, it was a bear. <laughs> it was a safety. It wasn't roll. It was somebody else. Oh, but just oh, know, man. I'm coming after you next time. Nice. You hear that? Love all right. Um, They're giving us the wrap. We're giving. The, we're getting the we signal. The, Can we, we offer you a Gatorade, Todd? Stuff. It's all good. My Gatorade. Right what, here. What's oh, your favorite flavor? Blue is. Crush. I'm a Blue Crush guy. Yes. Glacier I'm a cool Frost. blue and yeah, Glacier Frost. All right. Well, thanks cool for coming blue. back after the landline snafu. Thank you. We're gonna Appreciate get a quick it. picture. We're gonna put, get those pants out of here before Todd kills us. <laughs> you got it. Ready? Yeah. Awesome. Right. Thank you so Appreciate much, it. man. Appreciate Thank you coming you. back. Get yeah. as well? okay, yes. Get in there. Short get in there. With the short photo guy. We'll keep it short. Get it. Thanks, man. That's Todd Gurley. Uh, we were in uh, L.A. Gatorade. Uh, let us interview him for five, six minutes, right? And yeah. Incredible interview. He, uh, you don't usually hear these guys talk like this, right? No, he's just freely talking about how he wipes his ass. Just freely, like we didn't even ask him necessarily how he wiped his ass. Well, you said, "What is the craziest thing somebody's asked you?" Right, and he goes to the Twitter questions. Like those are always going to be the craziest thing, but these NFL uh, athletes rarely will mention any of that. But he must right. sit there and look at all of his mentions. He must. He because must do that. How do you get to that one? That one question. <laughs> right. The other thing that was really interesting was how he uh, approached us on set there in our in our booth. Um, immediately went for Cam Newton's signed pants. Oh, he did. He knocked them off. He he did not want those pants. He hated everything about Auburn. Uh, huge rivalry. Todd Gurley from Georgia, as everybody knows. He did not like that, did he? He literally balled him up and shoved him in your chest, near yeah. your heart, right yeah. near your heart. Yeah, remember, he went, he went full troll because I, I didn't want to make, I didn't want to create a scene, but Todd Gurley wasn't having it. He wanted those pants out of his interview, and they were thrown off the uh, off the table. So, but a great interview, great guy. The other thing, the other thing that stood out to me about that was the landline phone conversation. What you don't hear on that is Todd drifting by us to uh, postpone our, our conversation and then pick up, proceed to pick up a landline telephone about 20 feet to our left and have a very strange conversation. Yeah, I think that was with uh, that was on a hotel phone, and I we had the we had the whole conversation about how when was the last time you used a landline? Right. When was the last time you sent a letter? Uh, a letter. Uh, like, not like a card. Like, You're talking no, about like a letter envelope. Like you wrote something. I'll even say, I'll give oh. you the benefit of that. You printed off a document, you folded it up, you put an envelope, you licked the envelope, the adhesive, licked a stamp, put an address on, put your return address on and sent that baby off. Uh, I, maybe like some sort of job interview, uh, like a thank you note for an interview or something like that. Really? You were that guy? Well, I mean, that was, that was the nice thing to do, right? I thought that's what the employers are supposed to do to you or for you. Yeah. To say thank you for, uh, no, they just send an email, but, uh, so I used to send letters. Joey Boza, is he going to send a thank you letter? Do you think to the chargers when they, when they screw, screw him out of his bonuses up front? (laughs) 
<laughs> a deal's a deal. It's slotted. It's slotted to avoid stuff. Yeah, like I don't this. know. I don't know why this is a problem. But no, I mean, no, I'm nobody's sending letters. Nobody's uh, nobody's using hotel f- phone landlines. Maybe if I'm like calling down to the front desk to uh, get a wake up call, that's probably the yeah. last time I've used a, a, a landline. Yeah, I agree. And w- I agree. It is. When did you get rid of a house phone? Oh, geez. I have not, I've literally not had a house phone since 2008. Yeah. The latest. I am, I am 2004. My mom has one. I heard it ring. Yeah. And I was like, what is that sound? She's like, that's the garage phone. I'm like, well, why do you have it? She's like, I don't know. And that's what older people do. They just have landlines. Have you yeah, ever noticed that? I think my, I think my dad still has a landline. Uh, I, my mother does not. She does not have a landline. Um, yeah, she's more conscious about that stuff. My dad's like old school, uh, flip phone, that kind of thing. So love the flip. Phones. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's definitely the old school, uh, stuff you shouldn't still have, but, uh, you know, like the, the new balance, the white new balance, that's him. Like, like pristine white and he's had him for three years. Yeah. They're well, he'll wear, he'll, they'll get scuffed up and he won't replace them. He's, he's cheap like that. Like the so, Jerry Seinfeld outfit back in the nineties, like tight black jeans and just white shoes. He'll do that. Yes. Remember that? He, look? Oh yeah. He'll do that. He'll, he'll do that to go to like Mexican night. <laughs> he'll wear his, he'll wear his like, uh, I don't even know where he gets them. I, I don't know. He gets them probably at Walmart. Walmart. You do kind of wonder that like as you get older and you see how older guys are dressing, you're like, where does a guy even find a shirt like that? I mean, has he had it for 20 years? That's he'll, out of circulation. Yeah, he'll wear he'll wear the the strangest things, and I'm like, he's just a, he's an old hippie. So I mean, he had long hair, and he was a he graduated high school in '73. So he's just he's he's never changed, never Speaking changed. Speaking of uh, old hippies, you know those old hippies in the infield at Pocono for the last four days were loving the rain delays, weren't they? All right, you're you're mixing this up. You're going you like that. You're, you're going to NASCAR right now, you and like that? you and I talked earlier today about this whole race that was going on. Uh, the I don't remember which Pocono race, what they're calling it, but it's it was on today because it got rained out yesterday, and then today, what what was the weather like today? You oh, watched it from the ass. start. It was ass, 100% cloudy with a chance of ass. It was terrible. They started the race early. This race was supposed to be run, I believe, yesterday's start time was like 12.37 Eastern. Got postponed. There were endless delays, probably a four-hour delay before they canceled it. I watched probably three hours and 45 minutes of those delays. You know, while I was living my life, I had the, the NASCAR coverage going on in the background. And today it was rescheduled for a, uh, I believe it was 11 o'clock Eastern start. Delayed again, another couple hours. Ran the race, pretty good race, and with 22 laps left, they stopped the race because this weird, massive amount of fog rolled in. It was reminiscent of the fog bowl game b- between the Bears and Eagles in 1988. That was referenced nicely by Rick Allen during the broadcast. And they had to stop the race. And the coolest thing about it was that a 23-year-old rookie, Chris Busher, won his first race and basically, all intents and purposes, qualified for the Sprint Cup, the, the chase for the Cup. So... Um, just a weekend of delays. I mean, think about how terrible it is for those guys get there on like a Thursday night. You're getting there for Friday, you know, Friday for qualifying, you're hanging out the track, you're stuck in a hall with your wife and kids. And then you're just sitting there all weekend. The race is over. It was just a, a surreal experience. And, 
It, it was just it was mind bending. Mind bending. <laughs> really? You know, was that crazy? I think it was, I think it was mind bending because you're watching Look, a race listen. and it doesn't end. Listen. Like you lose sense of time. Put headlights on the cars and race in the fog. I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear the complaints. Just, Dri- just go. Yes, go. Just drive. Get some gritty tires on there and let's go. Let's what race. What do you think would have happened in NASCAR in like let's the wreck. mid to late seventies? You think they would have just gone out there and gone after yes, it? Yes, they would have. I, you know yeah. what? I, I talked to AJ Foyt this weekend. I don't know if you saw. I had the whole conversation yeah. with him. This guy, this guy is tired of hearing about the whining, and he. He's 81 years old. He's tired of these prima donnas. His the only guy I think he actually respects in racing is Tony Stewart, and Tony Stewart's retiring. And yep. uh, and 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 get some headlights. Let's race. Race down pit road or something. Just just finish it somehow. Finish it. And, Tony Stewart uh, was able to pull out a fifth place finish today. Yeah, it, so, it wasn't looking good for smoke, but yeah, it's a yeah, it, listen, it's, This is a disastrous year for NASCAR disastrous it's got it's got to be you saw the attendance at the indy 5 or at the brickyard excuse me last last week i mean all eyes are on that but the problem there i said it the heat total issue and people are just tired of that race there there's no excitement there's no buzz and that's what nobody's sitting out there in 110 degrees now pocono i don't i've been there once for practice or whatever on a friday and People go to camp. They go in, they camp for the weekend, but they've had two races this year. Both have been delayed till Monday, and nobody's been there on both days. So that, that's that's a mess. They, they've got tracks across the country who people just don't care. And uh, the, the sport, they got like a billion-dollar TV deal, right? Right. It's TV out of control. Between two networks. It's, out of co- it's totally out of control, and these, these speedways are completely empty. People are just sitting at home. They're not going to spend like $700, $800 to go camp for a weekend and then pay for tickets to go to the race and all this shit if they can sit at home and watch it. it's. It, I, I did read something about – I hate to talk NASCAR too much because the listeners really don't care. But I did see something recently about the Brickyard and it was – that the fad it, that the eight, the late eighties, nineties, and early two thousands were a total fad. What I mean, don't you think so? I mean, I think NASCAR has not done a great job of developing stars. You look at the hoopla surrounding Jeff Gordon's return for Dale Earnhardt Jr. for three races, and man, what would have been better for them than to have Jeff Gordon win or do well? He didn't. I think he finished twenty ninth or or something like that. And um, to me, they just haven't developed the young guys. I mean, today, Chris Buescher won. He won the Xfinity Championship a year ago. He's a rookie. They had a red flag for about 30 minutes, which means that everybody pulled their car in a pit road. Drivers got out of their cars, and they just stood there to wait for this fog to dissipate. It never did. And you had to wonder if, if a, you know, a notable driver was in first place, if a Kyle Busch or somebody was in first place at the time they did that, if they would have just called the race course, right away. Of course they would have. I mean, of course. If it's Jimmy Johnson, if it's yep. Jeff Gordon, they yep. call that sucker they're, right away. They're, they're, they have huge issues. Uh, no, Like I said, this is too much, definitely too much NASCAR talk. Um, Ten minutes over the, the amount of talk we should have had, but I let you get it in. Uh, one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, get it out. Get it out of your system. I have a theory. I have a theory. Yeah. I have a NASCAR theory about Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yep, he's been racing 
for 20 years on NASCAR you know, in this, on the circuit, the biggest stage for a race car driver in terms of stock car racing. I think he's lost his passion. I don't think he wants to race anymore. And I think using this concussion symptom thing as a way to ease him off the track is the ultimate in PR wizardry because the long, the long, you know, old school diehard fans are never going to leave him 15 years in a row. The most popular driver, they're not going to say, Oh, he quit. We, we hate him. It's out of his control. Joey's got a concussion. He can't do anything. It also makes the sport looks like it, it really cares about these types of issues, which it may, but it's, it's chance, you know, it's the organization's chance to make a statement when everybody else is. So that's it. So, um, and that's look, why Jeff Gordon is sort of like the bomb on the whole, the whole, uh, situation, the salve, if you will. Listen, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Google headlines right now. Earnhardt gives concussion update on podcast reveals. He wants to race more. This is, yeah, this but- is two days after, uh, the report from, I don't know where this is out of, but it, it was that he could be out of commission longer than expected. It's perfect so, for him to say that now. It feeds into it. It's ideal. Right. He gets out of racing. NASCAR loses a star but does it gracefully, makes them look good. Earnhardt doesn't lose any brand appeal. Neither does NASCAR. It's ideal. So do you think he's tired of racing or he sees the sport in such decline that he thinks now is the time to get out while the getting out's good? Well, think about it. If he leaves, you've got Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr. all leaving in roughly a year of each other. And who have they really developed? They want Kyle Larson to win so bad being part of that uh, development program, but he just can't get a W. I mean, who are the young guys that they developed? Chase Elliott, easy name recognition, easy transition. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, his dad was the most popular well, yeah. NASCAR driver for a yeah. string of years. Yeah. I mean, there's a natural right. flow there, but, uh, but who else is there? No, no they're all no, ro- no, listen, they're all robots. Uh, there's no personalities because the brands, I know you're a brand guy. You bow down to brands across this country, but <laughs> brands, they have white, they have wiped these guys clean of any personality because the brand is so afraid of their guy saying something wrong saying something different than all the other guys that sticks out and then they get hammered in social media. So none of these guys will say anything different. They'll all, they'll all just be robots because the brands run them. They, they, their house is mortgage payments paid by brands. And so they're not going to badmouth anything. They're not going to say anything political. They're not going to say anything about the world. And, and so you have guys that are bland. That's the problem, right? Well, where where I mean, am I Tony, off base on this? <laughs> Tony Stewart's the last guy with any personality left, really. That's it. So, Ky- I, I mean, mean Junior Kyle, Kyle Busch. Uh, well, Kyle Busch, and we're gonna we're gonna speak to Kyle yeah, and, and I, Samantha and I, Bush I've in a couple hours. You, I've been telling you he's interesting, but mm-hmm. you also have Kevin Harvick. He's about to retire. He doesn't have that long to go. No, he he's I think he's forty one. Also, Earnhardt's yeah. forty one. I believe Harvick's right there with him. So Matt you, Kenseth's not getting any younger. Right, you have these guys that are going to even be, a guy like Ryan Newman who hasn't won a lot but has been consistently involved for he's fifteen gone. plus years. He'll he's going to be gone soon. It won't be long for him. So mm-hmm. I mean, are you depending on somebody like Danica Patrick to be the face of NASCAR? Another solid twenty fifth place finish or and, so for her. And Ricky Stenhouse and yeah, I mean Jimmy Johnson has to be the face of NASCAR and he's a brand wizard. You it's just, him and Brad Keselowski. They, that's and, all, jo- that's and, Joey, and Joey Logano. Logano. Right. 
So I, this is this is the problem. NASCAR is they they're the they're the ones that have created this mess. Yeah, they, they've they made these they people. They they've let the brands totally turn these people into robots. They they won't say anything. They're not interesting. You don't know anything about them. So I mean, we've talked to we've talked to a couple drivers. We know how they are. They're not allowed to say anything. Right? I think we'll get some quality sound out of Kyle and his, no, his wife, yeah, Samantha. I, I'm excited. I, I've said it multiple podcasts. I'm excited to talk to Kyle Bush tomorrow. Let's make sure we record this one um, <laughs> because I'm going in with the sex questions. Um, are you going right in? With, I am. Are you leading with I sex? am. I'm leading, it, I'm leading right into it. Uh, he, I, I, I'm going to save it for tomorrow. But okay, good. But good. listen, NASCAR has a huge issue. You, I, you, you could be onto something with Earnhardt. Listen, he might, he might just be tired of all this stuff, right? He might just be. I think tired. he's just tired of it. He's Wouldn't getting married. Tired of it. He's getting yeah, married. He's, he's been growing up with that. I mean, he's, since he was born, he's forty-one pull, years. He's going to pull a Jeter and get yeah. married after forty. And, get out of there. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I, I am not. I, I don't know where they go. I, I have no idea where. How how old do you think Jimmy Johnson is? Ooh, man. My instinct was 39, but I think he's got to be at least 43, right? He's 40, and he'll be 41 in September. Okay. So you have all these guys. They're all getting to that age to where they're like, they're right. They're not going to be around much longer. It's like they're all from the same draft class in NFL or NBA terms. Now is that is that why Jeff Gordon's uh, magically gonna come back and race like half a season from now on? Ugh, he's forty. That's absolutely, why. he turns. Jeff Gordon turns forty five this week. Does he? He wow. turns forty five on uh, what? Today's the first on Thursday. He'll be forty. We've literally been hearing about how great Jeff Gordon is for a year straight, and I'm just sick of it. Yep. So. That's enough NASCAR. Let's get, I'm, I'm actually going to tell yeah. people where they can avoid this conversation so they don't even listen to it. Uh, put it in the heading, right? Like I, uh, I, some allusion to over-talking NASCAR. They don't even care. Um, I'm going to set that timer and make sure I tweet the, the time that this is over. Friend of the program, Cole Witt, did give a solid interview pre-race today. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm shocked that they even let him on the interview. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Anyway, anyway, enough NASCAR. Enough, enough racing talk. I'm tired of racing. What else is there to talk out, about? Uh, what's trending on Facebook right now? Go to the trends. Let's go. Top trend in the whole wide world right now. Andy Reid, man impersonating Kansas City Chiefs coach, runs press conference at team's training camp. That is the Facebook trending topic of the night. Top story. We have said this, or I have said this, there is no way, no way that there's an algorithm that is compiling those kind of things. There has to be an editor. There has How to be a Facebook, man. How does Facebook, who yeah. is, what, they're worth a trillion dollars, how can they not find an algorithm to actually find the most trending topics in the world? Well, let's do this. As an addition to the Facebook trending segment, let's compare it to what's trending on Twitter. Right now, number one, Joe, The Bachelorette. Hashtag The Bachelorette. 78,000 tweets right now. 78,000. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I believe it. That's a hot topic. It's it's the show. Twitter loves it. They can uh, can tweet about it, right? Yeah. tweet, Tweet your heart out. 
live tweet it. Live tweet it. What did what's all I know is that Aaron Rodgers' brothers on it. What did Aaron no, Rodgers' think, brothers say? Tonight, at this time? I think tonight is the finale, right? The, is think, it? I didn't yeah, know that. I think this is it. And she's gonna pick the guy here. I don't know. It's real fast, real soon. Is Aaron Rodgers' brother as good looking as he is? Uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers' brother versus Aaron Rodgers in a who's hotter? Hot or not? <laughs> yeah, hot or not? Is that site still around? That was uh, pretty tender. Sure, it is. Um, oh, man. I, by the way, the Tinder machine has just been pumping out some hogs lately. Really? You remember that? Remember when I was just dominating when we were in LA? Yeah. Oh, just atrocious. Horrible, huh? It's sort of like if you're in a fantasy football league draft, once you get into about round three, maybe halfway through the second round, you're like, what is this? Now, is there a time of the year where like the divorcees start hitting Tinder? Like I, the women, yeah. that, the women are, is there like a, a hot time? zone? Yeah, is hot there, season? Like, have you found that there's a hot season for new Tinder girls, Tinder women? Tinder, Tindery, Tinderized. Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't been exposed, if you will, for that long. All right. I, so, I, okay. I so, deploy so. it. I deploy the Tinder machine strategically. Do you come across the same women who is, is the turnover? Do you see new women all the time or are you seeing the same faces night after night after night? No, it's, it, there's a rotation again. There's an algorithm. It's probably the same guy at Facebook, the same copywriter at Facebook punching up these women. And if you're going to lead with a profile, you know, your main profile picture of you with a child, that's just, let's get out of here. Let's get serious about this. All right. So, so uh, you, you just, you're swiping away from uh, the ones with the kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't want anything to do with that. (laughs) What's a, what's a Tinder. Let's, let's talk to the ladies here about what is the good, what, what should a new user on Tinder, the females, Right. What should be the go-to photo um, that you suggest? I, that's a great question. Um, you know, what are you asking me, or are we asking the ladies? I'd no, like no, to hear no, no, the no. ladies. Well, I mean, listen, you're you're on this podcast, and we're paying you, so have an opinion. <laughs> have an opinion. Yeah, my opinion is like let's let's do something fun. Let's not do an up the nostril selfie to hide your neck fat or your the depth or the density of your arms. Let's just get let's just get a little loose with it. To use a NASCAR term, get a little loose going into the corner, Joe. You know it happens. That track bar, you got to tighten it up. That's it. That's the last All NASCAR right, quit, reference. Quit getting this. Sh- I, I'm tired of talking about racing. I don't want to hear NASCAR right. ever again. What what photos get your attention? Should they just flop the rack out or? I mean, I think full uh, body. Friend, Do you need a full body? Friend of the program said it best. Just dump them out. Right. Right. Is that, so, what you, is that what you need to see? You just need to see the rack? You need to put it out there? I need to see something. I, I don't want to see that Marilyn Monroe quote again either about if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <sighs> like, come on. Come right. on, Joe Kinsey. Right. You're, you're saying take care of yourself. Show that you take care of yourself. Right. Show, show that you might work out like once a week. At, 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 just yeah. – Present yourself. It's a job interview. It's a job interview. These women are interviewing for your attention. That's a great way to put it. All right. So, so are we talking uh, headshots or are we talking like half body shots or full? Do you want to? Do you want them to? Do you want to see somebody out and about like a? uh, Yeah, like like a candid shot. Like okay. 
Maybe right. they're yucking it up at a friend at a friend's engagement, you okay. know, like some sort of right. party. Right. Let's it see them in a natural it, setting. It I just want to see them in a natural out. setting. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to see like the bar like throwing up the deuces and No, and, no, right. exactly. And there's okay. so much of that. Are you, that's yeah. That there's a lot of that. Um, All right. Based, yeah. I, I, see, I'm I'm totally I I have no reason to get on Tinder. Obviously, no, you don't. Uh, I'm married, and so I I don't understand. I don't know the full inner workings of Tinder. So let me ask you this: Do you put in an age range that you were that you want to meet? A target, a target demographic. All right, yeah, there's, and she there's a range. Can, and she puts in her own target. That's right. All right. So what is your target right now in Omaha? I think I've got it pretty broad. I think it's something in the the lower twenties into like the mid forties, you know, a little range. Okay. So out of the women that you meet, how many are in the lower twenties? Um, probably a, probably a third of them. A third. Yeah. Wow. That's way more than I thought because they, so they're looking for an older guy. Yes. Really? Absolutely. And what is your impression of why they want to meet the older guy? Because, I mean, is it because the guys in their age range are boring or immature? I think it's got to be that. Uh, And they're looking for somebody that they perceived already be set in life. I think that's probably the target. No kidding. Yeah. And then you're looking for a trophy. (laughs) Yeah, like your neighbor that you ran into at the airport (laughs) on his way to Cabo for a business meeting. Yeah, she wasn't. Maybe they met on Tinder. You you just don't know. But I I think their age was pretty similar. I really do. I think they're pretty much in the same ballpark. I'm not talking like 36 and you going after a 23-year-old. I mean there's some significant time Says I'm going after that. Well, you said lower 20s. That doesn't mean I'm going after them, though. No, I mean, but you set that in your parameters. Show it out there. You float it out there. You All see right. what's up. So the 23-year-olds are looking for a guy that actually has a job, who has a little money, and who has a house. Yeah. Because the, yeah. the guys that they know have none of that. No, those guys are, like, taking bong hits and playing, uh, I don't know, Call of Duty probably. What's the hot video game right uh, now? Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Right. So, okay. So that – all right. This is, this is what I, I – I was curious how many of those women – all right, so, okay, let me go the opposite way. Yeah. How many in their early 40s do you meet? Oh, man. Can, uh, I try to avoid them because – Well, it's a little worse for wear, I've found. Uh, you know? No, I don't. Yeah, it's a little rough. It's rough. They're rough. Yeah. Yeah, they're rough. They're, they're the bodies, not their uh, per- personality. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. Not really in it that deep. But like okay. chest tattoos that are old. That oh, you know. <laughs> oh, is that how? Oh, okay. So Omaha, once they get to that age in Omaha, they're they've been road hard, huh? Oh, put back wet. It's probably <laughs> just like Ohio. Uh, probably. I have no idea about how that works. I just. Fit, <laughs> I, I'm, You've seen them. I, I, you know, quit, quit it. You were at mid, the Mid Ohio racetrack. Is that what it's called this weekend? I was, but you know and what? Being modest, no. and, and I know, know that they know that you saw the quality of women that we're talking about. Uh, it, Probably still a big Journey fan. Yeah, I mean, some. It's not nearly like NASCAR, though. It's a lot. It's a lot of people that are pretty well educated. I think you have to be educated to actually appreciate IndyCar. So uh, that wasn't 
yeah, it wasn't like your Omaha broads that have chest tattoos and wings on their backs and stuff like that. Yeah, wing back tattoo. That's a big one out here. No, but I would love to contact somebody at Tinder to figure out when is the hot period? When is when yeah. does it really heat up? Because they have to be able to see the numbers spiking. And it's got to spike probably right after summer starts and we're getting a little cold, right? A little cold well, snap here's in the winter. I'm, here's what I'm thinking. A big spike would be like early November because the women start to get that Christmas. They, they want that. They date. love it. They want that. Yes. date. They want that date for the Christmas party. Yes. And then I figured December and is just off the charts. Family function date guy off the that's charts. Probably, that's probably what they want. They want to show their family that they've changed. They've turned over a new leaf. They've got things going in the right direction. Well, and this man who's also attracted me is living proof of that. Well, even if, even if it isn't that, they can also the, – the ladies, they love the gifts. They love the oh, gifts. Oh, they love the gifts. So they, if you get that one Tinder date and then the second time, you get the gift, Christmas gift. Probably. And so if you they, play it right. If you if like if you're saying if the connection is made like first week of December. Yeah. Yep. And let's say you go on your second date by the tenth. Right. You're saying that that guy is locked in. He, a gift pretty much has to be given. If he goes on that second date, it's pretty much a given that he that he's getting her a Christmas gift. Pretty, it was pretty much guaranteed. Physically, physically, have they connected? Uh, that's see. I think that's the worst case scenario for the guy. Because if he seals a deal and there's and she she it's she's gonna get connected right because it's the holidays and women start to get all emotional weird. and yeah. get weird and it, yeah that's just what I picture I picture December being if you're a guy there are landlines okay, so, all over so, the place <laughs> that's right landlines everywhere so if you're the guy and you've you've uh, there's some physical connection there around prior to the tenth you just have to get out right then right. I mean, I'm changing my number. I mean, I'm, I'm changing my because <laughs> she's gonna suck you in to uh, suck you in to something. She, yeah, she's gonna yeah, suck, suck you, you in. into the work party, right? Because there's yes, gonna be the work sure. party, and then there's gonna right. be the friends party. So yep. you're gonna get you're gonna end up at that, and then yep. and then maybe even the family. Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, that, Dude, some uh, of these I'm, girls are crazy. May, yeah, some of them don't give a shit. Uh, I, I so I hear. But listen, and then you have the feels week. Like six months. Yeah, and then you have the, the the New Year's week, and there's there's like six parties to go to New Year's week. Well, and let me take it back a little bit. What if this connection is made on like no, November nineteenth? Oh, so then you have the trifecta. You've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and New Year's Eve. Actually, yeah. four holidays. Right? If you're a guy, just delete Tinder off your phone anywhere after November first. Unless you, unless you are just hardline, get in, get out, and yeah, unless that's the way you, you know, you handle yourself. Yeah, do not, do not make a connection. This is coming from a married guy. You can't make a connection anywhere near the, those holidays. So just to be on the safe side, it's not worth it. Uh, what about you? Any connections during the month of December? Ooh, I, I, I mean, tell us I'll, how you handled it. I'm a power user when I use it, you know, it's, but it's very strategic. So I think I've largely avoided it during December. I've just been real smart. busy. Very you smart. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought about it. 
Yeah, I'm going to throw this out to the readers because I, I'm going to put this on. Uh, I want to hear. I mean, because the readers are the listeners and readers. They're young guys. They're out there. They know the system better uh, than guys, I do. These guys know. They're making the scene. I want to hear about yeah, it. They know everything. They know. They everything. know everything. You know, I want to hear their tactics. I want to hear the right way to do this. And if we're right about November to January, just avoid it. They're going to teach you some things. I I'm sure I'm willing to learn. All right, we're thirty ma- thirty eight minutes in. Uh, and that's not even counting the Todd Gurley interview because I haven't edited into this whole uh, podcast yet. We're at about forty-five. So we're good. at about forty-five. Let's let's start to finish this up because there's no way, like I said yesterday or Friday, there's no way people are still listening. So any odds and ends that we need to clear up? Um, I keep thinking about fantasy football. It's kind of like a virus, you know. You, I'm not one of these maniacs anymore but i'm cognizant i want to win my my primary league yeah so i'm looking at some of these draft boards and average draft position rankings and i'm thinking crazy stuff's happening like ezekiel elliott being top five that's just ridiculous is that where he's at now top five because the last time last time we talked he was somewhere around 11 or 12 i believe that's correct and as a, a of a mock i did yesterday He's he's top five. Like he's right there with Todd Gurley. People, Todd Gurley is actually the number one ranked fantasy running back, which is interesting to me. Do you go? Do you go him? If you if you got to take a running back, like you're married to running back, regardless of the trends regarding the wide receivers and their production, do you go Gurley, Adrian Peterson, Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, I go. I go Gurley. Yeah, I go Gurley, Peterson, Zeke. Yep. There's sort of like a little something for everyone in those three backs. Well, and uh, Gurley's production was way up, right? Yep. And Mason's not coming back. I don't even know if he would have been a factor. But Peterson, you figure new stadium, new excitement in Minnesota, big year last year. Teddy's yep. not throwing the ball deep. So they're, they're going to ride him. They're going to ride that thoroughbred. And then uh, and then Zeke with the offensive line uh, that that yeah I mean that w- and then you just and then you just go filler right you go in and find guys that have had big years is that what you do you're the expert well, I mean with with those guys like I don't I don't know I, I wouldn't personally I'm not going to target Zeke like we talked about in an earlier podcast I've got the number one overall pick in my primary league I'm going Antonio Brown. I'm not afraid to just throw that out there. Yeah, you know? I've heard that. I heard that on the radio. Yeah, I've heard it multiple times. I think you're safe. I think so. And I think you're good. I like, you know, of those three guys, I like Gurley or AP for sure. Um, Gurley was just such a beast. We had this great conversation with him, kind of a young AP running style. Um, I don't know. I, I got to go wide out first, first pick, unless I'm like seventh or eighth pick or lower in the first round. Right. And then you're going to risk getting into a run on running backs. Right. Exactly. So, so that was the only other thing I really had floating around in my mind. What about you? Yeah, we know we've had tons of different topics that we, we want to get to. I mean, there's tons of stuff. Uh, um, I want to have a call in show this yeah, week. Yeah, I know what do you think? we're, we're going to do that. We, this is, yeah, things are heating up and there's a lot of NFL camp stuff. And pe- now people are really – let's open it up on Bosa. Let's open it up on uh, who's in camp, who isn't in camp. Uh, I'm talking names, veterans that this is their first year, they're not in camp, that kind of thing. So we'll figure out that. Um, let's let's get a call-in show. Tomorrow's going to be nuts. Tomorrow's Def- nuts. Definitely 
on the schedule for podcasts that will go live tomorrow, we will have the Kyle Bush and Lee Steinberg uh, definitely tomorrow. I may say I may save Gabrielle Reese for Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, just because I think the other two are time sensitive. Um, so we will. Um, it's going to be packed. I also need to tell everybody that we did submit to iTunes today. We're going to get that. Uh, we're going to get that taken care of. Hopefully, it's quick. Hopefully, the process is smooth, and then everybody will be able to just you know get on iTunes, download, uh, and and we're off and running. Also, the podcast from Friday that I tweeted out last night, the um, how many beers Kate Goslin off the charts. The 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 people that cared about that subject was incredible. So right. we're gonna end up doing how many beers? Pretty much every podcast. This one is running long. Uh, I let you talk about NASCAR way too much. So I promise I'll, everybody that we will do um, how many beers? Do we do? Uh, we got to find the right. Maybe let's do how many beers in the Kyle Bush interview? Yeah, tail <laughs> tail end. Just throw that Tail out there. Tail end, because I know you're gonna. I know you got a sponsor that you have to keep happy. So oh, yeah. we'll work it yeah. in. We'll, we'll, we'll. I'll promise. I promise. We'll work in how many beers. You guys love it. Uh, the reaction was crazy, and everybody was playing along. Maybe what we do is, is we pick. We do a podcast. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. Wednesday, okay, we're do gonna it. do a podcast. We're gonna open up the phone lines Wednesday night, and we'll do how many beers. We'll set the person. And they have to call in and give us the scenario, and uh, and and that'll be a great call in. I, I love that for a call in. I also let's get the porn star in front of the program. Yeah, involved we, here. yeah, I got to do that. It, that could be a great segment for her. We, uh, yeah. How, how about yeah? I need I need I need to hear athlete stories. These chicks are just out. I mean, we got we have guys like Draymond Green out here sending dick. Oh pics. man, just accidentally yeah. sending. His penis yeah. out on Snapchat. Yes. That's, did you look at the picture? I, I mean, I I did uh, not safe work black dudes. It, they these guys just tweet this stuff out. That's right. With no That's regard, they just tweet this dick pic out. Was it more impressive or less impressive than Brett Favre's wiener when he showed it? Uh, through it I don't even. I don't know. I don't know one you way saw or the that? other. I don't, I'm, saw, not, I'm not saying one way or the other whether. Oh come on! No. Everybody knows you. You I mean, look. It's a black dude. Come looked. on! It's a black dude. Black well, anyway, I uh, I this just think this isn't it's even a fair fight. No, it's not. That surprised me, but it wasn't as surprising as the feedback and comments we got regarding. Uh, Kim's is it Zolciak? Zolciak. Zolciak and, and Kate Goslin. I mean, people were one way or the other on that deal. No, they. This is uh, this is the kind of stuff BC readers care about. They they're gonna hate you talking NASCAR, uh, but they will love how many beers. And I predict the calls are gonna come in. I predict how many we're, beers. We're I want to hear it. calls, and I'm gonna have to work on the call recorder to make sure it records everything. We I love can't it. have editing errors this time. We're we're gonna nope. have to have you with the backup recording, and uh, we got we got the errors out of the way with the biggest cornerback in the league. So yeah. we are good. We are squared away. We've got it all lined up. We're good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, that's it. it this is a long one. Uh, I said we weren't gonna have long ones, but it's uh, talking about the Draymond Green long ones. Long sure, ones. long ones. Yeah, long ones. Uh, all right, that's it for milk the uh, clock Monday night. Uh, everybody. Uh, 
get this uh start listening on the way to work that's what uh that w- that's what we're suggesting we'll uh we'll keep you guys hopefully entertained for about an hour so all right that's it paul have a good night all right all right joe